You know, my kids, like I'm sure you do, love microwave popcorn. And my son recently, he's, he's all right, you know, stick it in the microwave for two and a half minutes. Well, the other week he did it for 23 minutes. <laughs> so for like a month afterwards, my house and my microwave, microwave smelt like burnt popcorn. Thankfully, the house didn't get set on fire. Or we, we recently, we did some painting in our house, and for weeks afterwards, the smell of fresh paint was just there. Every time you walked in the house, and you get over it after a little while. But the thing is, is that aromas, smells, fragrances, they stick with us and they have an impact. And you'll say, well, what does that have to do with missions? What does that have to do with preaching or with the Word of God? Well, funny you ask. Paul actually speaks about this in 2 Corinthians 2. 14 to 17, he says, But thanks be to God who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To the one we are an aroma that brings life, death. To another we are an aroma that brings life. And who is equal to such a task? Unlike so many, we do not peddle the word of God for profit. On the contrary, in Christ, we speak before God with sincerity as those sent from God. So are we bringing an aroma of life or an aroma of death? You know, it's a very metaphorical concept, but I believe in life we bring an aroma with us. Yes, in the physical sense, but I believe in a spiritual sense. That wherever we go in our world, we bring an aroma, we have an impact. We, we make a difference in our world, especially as Christians. We're called to bring an aroma. This Paul spells it out, that we're called to bring the aroma of God into our world. So what aroma are you bringing? An aroma of life or an aroma of death? And from the beginning, you know, God's desire has been to bless the nations, to reach out and make an impact in the world, to bring that sweet-smelling aroma to the nations. Christina spoke about how God blessed Abraham, not just to bless him, but so that he could be an agent of blessing to the nations, so that, that God could bless and bring that aroma of life to everyone around him. Genesis 22, verse 18, "'Through your descendants, all the nations of the earth will be blessed, all because you have obeyed me.'" God's desire is to bring his sweet-smelling aroma of life to the nations, to everyone, everywhere. And that's what our desire as a church is, that we would bring justice and bring Jesus. And that's when I think about that, our theme for this year in missions, to bring justice and bring Jesus, I, that's the sense I get is that we bring an aroma with us. We bring something with us to our world and also to the nations of the world. So... This is what we're already doing throughout the nations. We are bringing justice and we are bringing Jesus. We are bringing that sweet-smelling aroma of God to the nations. Your generosity is making this possible. Your generosity leaves an aroma. Your giving is reaching out and blessing people all across the world. You know, together as a church, we are supporting 31 projects in 19 nations. It's mind-blowing, the impact that we can have, the breadth of things that we can accomplish together as a church. And what I want to do today is walk through what, what we are doing 
the impact that we're having, the aroma that we are leaving in the nations and in our nation as well. And also, I'd love to touch on why we do this. You know, God gives us inspiration in the scripture to go and to make a difference and to leave his aroma in our world. In James 1.27, it says this, Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Caring for orphans and widows, for the vulnerable, children and women who are alone in this world, who have no one to care for them, no one to look out for them. And that's what your giving is making possible. In the nation of Burundi, we've partnered for over 10 years now with Sister Connection, bringing justice and bringing Jesus to women who've lost everything. You know, in in the nation of Burundi, when a woman loses her husband, when he dies, she's deemed to lost all status in society. She's rejected, left alone to fend for herself. Often you hear stories of of women living in a hole in the ground because she has no other protection. But we are bringing justice. We're bringing the aroma of God to her situation by providing her with a home that she gets to design and build to her own needs. For 1000 Australian dollars, we can build a home for a widow in Burundi. It's mind-blowing. And yet we can bring that sweet-smelling aroma of Jesus to her world. In the nation of Lesotho, you know, the scripture says to, to care for the orphans and the widows. In Lesotho, there's, for many years, there's been a, an epidemic of children who are living on the streets of Maseru, and it's one of the crime capitals of Africa. Children living in danger, getting involved in gangs, and, and they have homes to go to, but their families are so poor they can't look after them. And yet our partners, the Payo, are helping to connect with these children get them back into their homes, get them an education and give them purpose and a hope for their future. There's, they say there's, there's hardly any children on the streets of Maseru anymore because of the impact of Sapeo. Sapeo literally means in the language purpose. They are giving these young children purpose, a hope and a future, bringing the aroma of Jesus to their world, bringing justice, bringing Jesus. In Mexico, we've been able to partner with open arms to keep families together. See, often in Mexico, due to poverty, parents, they go to work, but they can't afford to send their kids to school. So they leave them at home, young children under the age of 10. They're just with no one to care for them, no one to look out for them. And it turns out that it can be dangerous for them. There's stories of children burning their homes down. Maybe they put their microwave popcorn in for 23 minutes because they had no one to supervise them. But also they're vulnerable to, to traffickers and other dangers in their world because they have no one to care for them. So what these parents do is because they, they cannot afford to look after their children, they send them away to children's homes. But I love what Open Arms does is they're able to keep these families together and look after the children throughout the day. No cost to these families. They get an education. They get food. They get medical care. Bringing the aroma of Jesus to Mexico. This is what your mission's giving is doing, bringing justice and bringing Jesus, caring for the widow, caring for the orphan, for the children, the vulnerable. In 1 Corinthians 12, verse 26 to 27, Paul says this, if one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honoured, all the parts are glad. 
All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part of it. Together, the church, we are Christ's body. And I love that we get to be his church in this earth. But what I love is that, you know, we're not just the church here in Penrith. We're part of the global church, the global body of Christ. And we have brothers and sisters around our world. And the thing I love is going on missions trips is you go and experience different nations But it's amazing, you go and connect with Christians in different countries and it's just like, you cannot explain the connection we have in Christ. It's amazing. And yet, in many nations across the world, our brothers and sisters are suffering for their faith. Persecuted, being killed, being tortured. We saw even this week in Nigeria, 40 Christians killed because of their faith. And our brothers and sisters are suffering and we want to stand with those who suffer. Paul said, if one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And so we're standing with our brothers and sisters in Christ through open doors, through working in Iraq, in Central Asia, working with Afghani Christians, people who are suffering because of their faith. And these people are such an inspiration to me. Because they don't pray that God would take them out of their situation. They pray that God would use them in the midst of their situation. They don't pray that the persecution would stop, but they pray rather that their persecutors would find Jesus. And so we stand with our brothers and sisters in faith, supporting them, working with them, praying for them, standing with them, bringing the aroma of Jesus to their world. So they are making a difference in their world. Bring justice Bring Jesus. Jesus, in in Matthew 25, he gives us such an amazing framework for everything we do in missions. It says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Jesus spells it out so literally. If you want to make a difference, if you want to bring my aroma to your world, if I was sick, if I was hungry, if I was thirsty, he spells it out. How, how can you can make a difference? How can you bring my aroma to your world? And that is what we are doing as a church, bringing justice and bringing Jesus. And so Jesus said, I was hungry and you fed me. Well, this year we are making a difference, bringing the aroma of Jesus to the nations of the world by providing food to the hungry. And in the nation of Liberia, we're doing that by partnering with Timothy and Gertrude Gibson, who are an amazing couple working in Liberia, and we're helping to provide food to children in Liberia. We've got a short video clip. Let's have a look to the screens. Every week, our support is helping to feed over 200 children, providing them with nourishment and helping them with their development and health. I want to appreciate those that are helping our children. I'm well happy for those that are helping the church and the church that are helping our children. Thank you for you people that continue to bless you. Bring justice, 
bring Jesus. We're bringing that aroma of Jesus to Liberia, providing food for children, for families. You know, here we've seen grocery bills go up of late, inflation, all of that. But in Liberia, it's 10 times worse. People suffering, food shortages, struggling to feed their own family. And yet we're able to provide food. I was hungry and you fed me. In Burundi, we're working with Jamie and Leah Peters to provide food. We've helped to uh, build a kitchen in a remote community so that they can provide food to 500 people every week from Monday to Friday because they, they also have a food shortage crisis there in Burundi. In Lebanon, a nation that's been going through economic and political turmoil for these last several years, going from challenge to challenge recently, they've had an election and so many people are dealing with poverty. Inflation has gone through the roof there. People can't afford just basic needs. And yet we're providing food packs through Abundant Life Church to families, to people in need, to, to refugees who've come into that nation. We are blessing and bringing the aroma of Christ to that area. And then here in our own local community through Westcare, we're bringing justice, we're bringing Jesus I love Westcare, just does so much incredible things here in our community. And even last year, you know, the, the emergency relief service got burnt down, and yet that hasn't stopped anything. In fact, we're doing more and more in our community, providing food to those in need, providing assistance and helping those and reaching out. Jesus said, I was hungry and you fed me. We're bringing the aroma of Christ to our world. Jesus also said, I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. In the nation of Cambodia, we've worked for over 10 years providing fresh, clean water through wells to villages. You know, when people don't have access to clean water, it affects everything in their lives. Sickness, disease, um, bad hygiene, the list goes on and on, but it affects it because, because children are sick, they can't go to school. Families are sick, they can't go to work, they can't earn money, and so it creates this endless cycle of poverty simply because they don't have access to clean water. So to provide a well to a village, to a family, it changes everything. It brings life. I remember hearing from someone who's now in their 40s, and they remember the day that they got clean, fresh water in their village because it impacted them so much. Jesus said, I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. And then he also said, I was a stranger, and you invited me in. You know, we're called to reach out to everyone, everywhere, and invite them into the kingdom of God. People who are strangers to God, but we can invite them in. Through the gospel, Jesus said, his last command, go into all the world and make disciples. That's what we're called. That's our first priority as a church, is to make disciples through church planning, through evangelism, through reaching out, through making disciples, and empowering those on the ground to reach out and to build churches, to build the church in this world. And so in Indonesia, we've worked for over 20 years with Paulos and Malisha Waratno. The incredible work they do, planting churches and doing so much community aid work. They have such favour in their nation. And we're supporting the church planting effort through them, training up new church planters. There's 9,000 inhabited islands in Indonesia. That's a lot of people to reach. 250 million people, the largest Muslim nation on earth. And so empowering and, plant and supporting church planners. And then we're also supporting a radio network that beams the gospel out to hundreds of thousands of people every day. 75,000 recorded decisions for Jesus every year. It's an amazing opportunity to reach out 
to bring justice and bring Jesus. But then also we're working in in local villages. There's often churches that have been running for many years, but their buildings were little huts which were either poorly constructed or they just used what they could and it was um, you know, through storms and things like that has become unsafe or they've been unable to hold church in those locations anymore. We're building brand new buildings for them. And not only impacts the church, but it impacts the whole community. We've got a short video. Let's have a look. In the nation of Indonesia, we are helping to reach communities by renovating churches that have been damaged by storms or fallen into disrepair. These new buildings benefit the whole community and help the church make a greater impact in their region. Recently in Sumba, construction was completed on a new church building, revitalizing the church and bringing life to the whole town. We are helping to spread the gospel and make a difference in Brazil through our support of Calvary AOG. Through their ministry, they are spreading the gospel and working in the community, even reaching into the remote Amazon region. So we're doing amazing work in Indonesia and then also spreading the gospel in Brazil. You saw there in the remote Amazon jungle, our partners there, Calvary AOG, are reaching out with the gospel, making a difference in Brazil, in many cities across the northeastern region, right into the Amazon jungle, into Peru. And so the gospel is going forth there in South America through our partnership there in Brazil. I was a stranger and you welcomed me in. In Cambodia, we're also we're digging wells, but we're also training and supporting church planners to go out preach the gospel and plant churches. Their vision is to plant 500 churches across Cambodia, and we're helping to make that happen. In Liberia, we're not only helping with, um, with work feeding programs and other things like that, but we're also providing motorcycles to church planters so that they can go out to remote areas. And the thing I love about this is this helps uh, a business for the church planters so that they can support their family and also plant churches and make disciples. And so we provide them with a motorcycle and it changes everything for them so they can reach out and plant churches. In the Middle East, supporting a missionary family who are going out uh, across the Silk Road, uh, discipling, raising people up and making an impact in their community. In Israel, working with the Bible Society to provide evangelistic outreach, to, to go out to people across that nation and help bring people to Jesus. Right here in our own nation through the Bible Society of Australia, providing indigenous Bible translations for children, Bible stories this year like of Jonah, of Noah, um, of Jesus, of Moses, of David. So these Bible stories get translated into indigenous languages so kids can read the Bible in their own heart language. And it just helps change everything because they feel like God is speaking personally to them for the first time. Right here. In our own local community, we're supporting Angels of Mercy. Antoinette's here. I saw her this morning. So there she is up the back. Antoinette. She does amazing work through Angels of Mercy, reaching out to our local community, to refugees. You know, she was saying that Angels of Mercy is the only Arabic-speaking refugee uh, care um, organisation in the western suburbs of Sydney. The only one. And they're reaching out, doing incredible work, blessing the community. She was telling me the other day how she started an Arabic alpha group, reaching out 
and bringing the gospel to people there. And so we're supporting to invite strangers into the kingdom, to invite strangers into our country here in our own local community. And then through school scripture, reaching out, teaching kids about Jesus, about the Bible. We are the only state in Australia where this is possible. We want to, we want to teach kids. You know, so many stories of our scripture workers going into school and teaching kids about God, and they don't even have a concept of God. Like, that's hard to fathom. Here in our country, they don't even have a concept of who God is, let alone who Jesus is. It's incredible. And so we've got this opportunity. We want to invite the stranger in to spread the aroma of Jesus to our world. And then through supporting the the Douglas family as they are working with MAF in the Northern Territory, bringing the aroma of Jesus to their world. Jesus goes on. Yes, you said I was a stranger. You welcomed me in. But he also said... I was naked and you clothed me. I was vulnerable and you cared for me. And we're doing that in the nation of Nepal with Destiny Rescue. We've got a short video. Let's look to the screen. Human trafficking is a huge issue around the world and we are helping to combat this in Nepal by supporting a border rescue station. There have been already 232 border rescues in Nepal this year, including a four-year-old girl who was kidnapped by her uncle. Our rescue agents intercepted them traveling through the border and managed eventually to contact her parents who informed them that the child had gone missing and everyone in her community was looking for her. She was cared for in our temporary home until her parents could arrange for her to return home safely. This is just one story from our border rescue station in Nepal. Bring justice, bring Jesus. I don't know what to say to that when you hear stories of a four-year-old girl taken from her family to be trafficked and Honestly, once these children are taken over the border, they're often never heard from again by their families. They, they go and they'll often end up in another nation of the world and never heard from again. It's unthinkable. And already to hear that over 200 children have been stopped at that border, returned home, great things are happening, amen? <laughs> Bringing the aroma of Jesus to our world. Bring justice, bring Jesus. This is what you are doing. This is what your mission's giving is doing. In the Democratic Republic of the Congo, we're also working with Dr. Sostin, and uh, he's been working with these uh, 48 young women who, uh, who are being abandoned by their family, being forced into arranged marriages where they get abused, and they have no hope for their future. And yet, that we're caring for these girls, giving them vocational training so they can have a hope, so they can provide for themselves in the future. Then Jesus said, I was sick and you cared for me. And we're caring for the sick, again, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, supporting Dr. Sostin and the work he does through the hospital, providing medical care to thousands and thousands of people in that community. In Vietnam, we're providing heart operations, life-saving heart operations, and heart clinics where children get scanned for heart defects so that they can uh, get treated with the, the necessary treatment they may need. And then in Israel, we're working with Hatikva Dental 
to provide dental care to people in need. Most people who are living in poverty just simply cannot access dental care. And if you're like me, if you've had any tooth pain or issues, it's a nightmare. And so to have relief, have someone care for you and look out for you, and not only that, provide the gospel to you, it changes everything. We've got a short video. Let's have a look. We are helping people in need in Israel by providing dental care. This is assisting people like Toma, an Ethiopian migrant who is working hard just to make ends meet. He suffers from gum disease but could not afford the treatment. Through our support, he was able to access the care he needed and is now fully healed. Toma is just one of many people who are being cared for through our partnership with Hatikva in Israel. It's awesome. Just a practical story. So we're going to talk about numbers of the impact that we're making, but what it comes down to is lives changed and impacted, like Toma, in bringing the aroma of Jesus to our world. And then in India, we're working uh, there with eye openers to provide cataract surgeries, 1,000 cataract surgeries this year. And it changes everything in just a moment to remove a cataract from someone in India. And then finally, Jesus said, I was in prison and you visited me. To be able to go and to visit prisoners, prisoners who are totally forgotten, who are cast aside, told they're worth nothing. You know, if no one comes in in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, if they don't have family who come and feed them regularly, they'll often go four days between a meal. And so we're able to partner with Dr. Sostin there to provide rice to prisoners in the Democratic Republic of the Congo so that they can eat a meal every single day. Let's have a look to the screens. In the Democratic Republic of the Congo, we are providing rice daily to over 1,900 prisoners through our partnership with Dr. Sostin. Our team on the ground have been distributing food to these prisoners, as well as preaching the gospel and bringing hope to each and every one. Everybody at Imagination Church, uh, we are very grateful for this gift of the rice. To help us to do this job here is a big need for the prison all prison are very happy. So we are very grateful and we hope that uh, this ministry for the prison will continue. God bless you. All the ministry, we say big thank you. Thank you very much. You are big helper in Bukavu. So good. You know, and what's amazing is the local media there, like they put that video together, they went into the prison, they wrote up this whole massive article about all that they're doing there in the prison, that they're preaching the gospel to the prisoners, and it's just incredible, bringing the aroma of Jesus to our world. Yeah, that prison would smell a whole lot sweeter in the spiritual because of the impact we're going with. Lift something off those people. These people are not forgotten. So that is what we're doing, why we're doing it reaching out to widows and orphans, standing with our brothers and sisters in Christ, feeding the hungry, giving water to the thirsty, inviting the stranger in, clothing the naked, caring for the sick and visiting the prisoner. That is what we're doing. But how do we do this? How do we sustain this? How do we continue to breathe the aroma of Christ to our world? I believe there's just two simple things. It takes our presence. When we are present in a situation, you know, wherever you go in your world, Jesus goes with you. 
He's in each and every one of us. His Holy Spirit is with us. So in your home, in your workplace, in your school, in your university, in your sporting team, wherever you are, bring justice, bring Jesus. What aroma are you bringing with you? What is your presence bringing to your world? Proverbs 3, verse 27 to 29, never walk away from someone who deserves help. Your hand is God's hand for that person. Don't tell a neighbor, your neighbor, maybe some other time, or try me tomorrow when the money's right there in your pocket. Don't figure ways of taking advantage of the neighbor when he's sitting there trusting and unsuspecting. Your hand is God's hand to that person. Your presence is God's presence. As Christians, Jesus is with each and every one of us. The Holy Spirit is in us. So bring justice and bring Jesus to your world. You know, missions isn't just about outsourcing it to the nations. We support amazing partners. We're doing incredible things. We support Westcare. But you're the one in your home. You're the one in your neighbourhood. And I want to bring justice and I want to bring Jesus to my world, to my neighbourhood. Wherever I go, Jesus goes with me. You know, we go places, we think, okay, I've got my wallet, I've got my purse, not me, maybe you've got your handbag. Um, you know, you've got everything, oh, I've got my phone. Remember to bring Jesus. Remember to bring Jesus to every situation, every circumstance you're in. Bring justice, bring Jesus, your presence. And secondly, your provision. Your provision. Your generosity is a blessing to others. Your generosity is bringing the aroma of Christ to your world and to the nations of the world. As we've already talked about, your giving is doing incredible things all across the world. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 11 to 14, you will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgivings to God. By their approval of this service, they will glorify God because of your submission that comes from your confession of the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your contribution for them and for all the others, while they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God upon you. You know, as these people sowed, others came in thanksgiving to God. As you sow your giving, your mission's giving, the aroma of Christ is spreading throughout the nations, in a prison in Africa, in a person's home in Vietnam where they receive a heart surgery, in a village in Cambodia where they're receiving clean water. The aroma of Christ is there because of your generosity, because of your provision, your presence and your provision. And you know the thing I love about our provision is it enables people to go into places that we can never go. You may never step foot in the nation of Liberia. But yet we can empower Timothy and Gertrude to go and provide food to children. You may never step foot in a prison in Bukavu in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, but you can support Dr. Sosten so he can go and so his presence can be there. Bring justice and bring Jesus. I invite our team to come as we close this morning. So I want to encourage you, bring the aroma of Christ to our world and as we give, we are sending the aroma of Christ to the nations of the world. I want to be the aroma of life, the aroma of life to my world. There's those smells that stick, stick with us and I pray the aroma of Christ would stick with people. That as we go, as we spread his love, as we spread his life, it brings life and it changes lives around the world. And how do we do this? In that same passage in the message it says, 
in 2 Corinthians 16, uh, 2 verse 16. This is a terrific responsibility. Is anyone competent to take it on? No. But at least we don't take God's word, water it down, and then take it to the streets and sell it cheap. We stand in Christ's presence when we speak. God looks us in the face. We get to say straight from God and say it as honestly as we can. See, we don't do this in our own strength. On my own, I'm not capable of doing this. I'm not competent to take it on, as Paul said. But I trust in Jesus. I lean close to him and allow his aroma to get on me so I can bring justice and bring Jesus to the world. Let's stand. I want to pray for us this morning. Your missions giving is doing incredible things. Let's not grow weary in doing good. Let's not you know, get familiar with the impact that we're having. But let's continue to reach out to be a blessing to others. And that God would allow us to bring his aroma of life to our world. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your church. Lord, that you've called us to bring your justice, to bring your life to our world. And I pray you'd help us to, Lord, to be your presence in our world, in our homes, in our workplaces. Wherever we go, we want to bring your life, Lord God. And I pray you'd help us to give. I thank you that you supply seed to the sower. We don't do this in our own strength, but Lord, we trust in you. We want to be a blessing to others to bring your aroma to our world. In your wonderful name, Jesus. Amen.